Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Toundro. Tonight, I am joined by Matthew Wright. Hi, Matt. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing all right. Are, are you recovering from our little brave little toaster uh, chat from the pre-show that you can catch on patreon.com slash 6-1-Indie? It's still too real. <laughs> that was I stretched really hard to try to promo. The, the oh, I, I know. I but a- anyone who's seen Brave Little Toaster knows it's still too real. Maybe I should. Re- is it on Disney Plus? I know you said the sequels were. Sequels are uh, not the, OG. the original is not because of how horrifying that movie is. Interesting. I used to have the uh, the puffy case for that. The puffy VHS. I had the the slip case. Oh, VHS. Yeah. Fancy bitch. Some case was the cheap one. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Matt, I don't necessarily feel like doing the spiel tonight. Yeah. Because we are, it's not going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, quick little things. 6-1 IndieCast, usually on twitch.tv slash 6-1 Indie every Friday night at 9 p.m. Catch it on podcast services the following Tuesday. Catch it on Patreon as soon as we, rec- like right after we record it. But uh, yeah, tonight we're talking about uh muhammad fami mm-hmm. who uh a lot of you may know from games such as coffee talk and what comes after and the upcoming after love ep um i am going to read straight from toge productions mm-hmm. twitter account this is from sunday uh today we received the most devastating news um our beloved Fami, the writer of Coffee Talk and beloved friend of Toast Productions, has passed away. We are all devastated by his early departure. Thank you, Fami. Rest in peace. Thank you for everything you've done for Toast Productions and for the indie and indie game industry, for your friends and families. We will never forget you, and you will always be in our hearts. Um. So, yeah. Uh, and just taking from Kotaku really quick, Games Industry mourns Coffee Talk creator who passed mm-hmm. away at 32 um, is with heavy heart that we must report that Muhammad Fami, the creator of beloved barista, uh, visual novel, coffee talk, and notable figure in the Indonesian game development scene, passed away over the weekend. He was 32 years old. Cause of death hasn't been specified at this time. Uh, news came from news was confirmed on Twitter through Fami's account, where a few days ago he posted a video of his cat loving lovingly munching his left ear, which is a really cute video. Uh, and he paid tribute to Foo Fighters drummer. Taylor Hawkins, who died on March 25th, a tweet from his account on Sunday, which was written in Indonesian and reportedly came from his sister, announced Fami's tragic and old, untimely death. So, yeah. Um, this hit me fucking really hard on Sunday. Uh, as I've talked about on this show and I, I've written about on the site, um, Fami's work is really unlike anything else throughout the indie, uh, the the video game industry, mm-hmm. um, particularly with what comes after. My thought piece on that, I, I kind of wrote about how it's a really beautiful way to kind of cope with death and kind of teach people what death is and what death means and how to cherish your own life. Yeah. Um, it personally has given me a new perspective on my life. I mean, coffee talk also kind of tackles similar themes and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to hog the mic up again. I'm also just going to be stumbling. Cause yeah, you know, mall, whatever about this. 
But um, yeah, this fucking sucks. Yeah, his his last tweet was uh, Toon World, a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah. And that was the night before this news. I thought it was a, I didn't, I thought his account got hacked or something when I saw that tweet. Even like, it was like me, Ryan Brown from Super Rare Games, a couple other people just like not believing it first. Mm -hmm. Like, I think all of us quote tweeted it thinking like, hey, this can't be true. Um, even like while I was, I saw it as I was watching the Oscars, it was like <laughs> fucking just, uh, not to like detract from this, but fucking Sunday mm-hmm. night, the slap happens. There was two fucking fires, uh, in my neighborhood from like directly East and directly West of me. And we like Kelsey was on a fucking police scanner just in case we had it like evacuate. Cause it was also very windy that night. What the fuck? Yeah. And then I see this pop up and I hit like the Twitter, like Google translate thing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, what? I it just I don't know like I was so fucking baffled reading that because yeah he was just like I just saw the Toon World joke thing Mm -hmm. about like I forgot the anime thing I just saw that really fucking loving and cute video with him and his cat Mm -hmm. and like I just did not believe it (laughs) I was just in such denial that entire night until probably I got that I I saw the Toge Productions statement I have a weird weird discovery of Fami and also just a weird timeline journey personally with discovering coffee talk playing coffee talk and then this news happening that when I saw that like because you know me anytime like something happens I'm superstitious like uh, yeah, with course. when I started playing coffee talk last summer announcement that coffee cock 2 was being worked on and shit like that happens to me my entire (laughs) (laughs) like like weird circumstances going on and like i was hunting down this vinyl for coffee talk since i started playing that game and pre-ordered it through amazon delayed 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 and you learned your lesson and you learned your lesson didn't you pre-ordered through best buy Got nope. canceled. And then Mike yells at me. He's like, stop trying to go to big stores to get vinyl. I'm like, I don't know where to go to get this. And Mike so lovingly threw a link at me. He's like, here, it's in the Netherlands. Get it. It was only fucking $40 because this is before the gas uh, yeah. shit went down. <sighs> I Also, really quickly, I love that Like, I don't trust Amazon. I don't trust Best Buy, but I, I trust a random little mom and pop shop from the <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> um, and so I got it. I ordered it mid-February, and it arrived two or three days before this happened. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so excited. Like, yeah, I finally got this final. And I still haven't played it, but and then I saw all that news and like, fuck. I mean, yeah, if we want to do it, like I have obviously listeners, this episode is going to be all over the place. I don't know how long we're going. I don't know how short we're going, yeah. but we, you know, we want to just like kind of spend some time on FAMI and nothing else. Um, do we want to talk about coffee talk for a bit? Like I, what I want to do is like, I really just want to celebrate 
his work. Sure. And like before we get into it, if you have not played Coffee Talk, if you have not played what comes after, please fucking play those games. Coffee Talk in particular, of course, worldwide, uh, the publisher behind Coffee Talk, uh, all funds raised from the purchases of Coffee Talk through April 6th, I think. On consoles. On consoles um, is going directly to Fami's family. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't played it, or if you've only played it on a PC and you want to pick it up on console, mm-hmm. play it. For my PlayStation people, easy trophies. Even yeah. if you want an easy platinum. That's the one place I don't own it on a console because it was a games with gold. Yeah. And I own it on Switch. So I'm gonna buy it on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about coffee talk for a bit. Like, yeah, this is I mean, obviously, this is a lot of our first experience with his kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um and even coffee talk, it's really unlike anything out there. Like, yes, it's a visual novel. Yes, it has a loving cast of characters, but not only is the setting very unique where it is like a fantastical uh future i think futuristic seattle like yeah. with like orcs and fairies but also humans and it takes like, place uh, in 2020 it does take place in 2020 okay um 2021 something like that. Yeah, yeah it's like humans and orcs and goblins and fairies mm-hmm. and elves and a spaceman and um while that sounds so like ridiculous in a good mm-hmm. way like this like fantastical like magical world somehow he was able to make it grounded to 2020 issues oh or yeah I, well yeah 2020 issues um most prominently to me is the storyline and i i totally forgot a lot of the characters names mm-hmm. i apologize but the uh orc and uh i think she's a human the two game developers that are like essentially like going to packs and like they're kind of talking mm-hmm. about crunch in the industry and like really kind of like rips the fucking mask off of crunch and like really gives you a grounded version of what the fuck is actually going on behind the scenes that we don't really see a lot of like yes we get reports i hate that we get reports constantly about it but um it really is like through like emails and text messages and conversation it really breaks down what that culture is like for all these game developers that we praise so much but they don't get the love and respect uh in return and just seeing that fucking blew me away. I was like, holy shit, they he this person somehow was able to encapsulate something so fucking heartbreaking in this world. And not only kind of like interpret it into this like fantastical setting, but like still keep it grounded where it is giving a message. It does it this is something that matters. And um, yeah, it just fucking blew me away. And every story in Coffee Talk is like that. Mm-hmm. Like the like a lot of the relationship stuff, like between um the 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 main relationship in the game, and granted, it's been a while since I played Coffee Talk. I'm very shaky on these details, but I remember there it's like essentially like an allegory on race and like multiracial relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it tackles. I I haven't finished the game because I didn't want to finish the game. Not understandable. Yet. Um, I didn't come into it until a year later. I started playing it last summer. And no joke at all, that game fucking saved me. Yeah. Like, from the story to the characters to the music, I started playing the soundtrack in my car tune from work. Um, 
yeah, that it, it tackles race, uh, it tackles family issues like that home, yeah. homegrown racism. Uh, it tackles uh, parenting, all this stuff in Dude, a even different tackles setting. like our side of things, like creative blocks. Mm-hmm. How like much of a struggle it can be, and how down on yourself you could get for not being able to put out content, and how much you could beat yourself up because you're not actively putting out content and how much guilt you could feel because you're not Mm -hmm. putting out content. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it took me so long to get to it because it, when it came out, it might've been immediately, but it it was games with gold on Xbox. But at that time, and even still to this day, I didn't want to play it because I still haven't played through Valhalla that I own on Vita and now on switch. Mm. And they're, Similar, but not totally the same game. Right. Um, you're, make, you're making drinks in both games, which is very relaxing. Um, but last summer, I just I needed escapism. I, I couldn't play an open role game or some AAA or anything like that. I just I needed something to calm me down because everything in the world just wasn't letting up. It still isn't, but. And from the get-go, you're opening your coffee shop. This chill, fucking relaxed music playing in the background. And you have one customer. And it's like it's... It knows the world is on your shoulders from that uh, scrawling text at the beginning of the game. In that the world doesn't ease up. But even gameplay-wise, it eases you in. Because you only have one customer at the beginning. Yep. And you establish a relationship with them. From there, you end up getting two, three, four people in the coffee shop at the same time. You're dealing with all these threads. But you know these people at this point. You become familiar and you you know these issues at hand because we all deal with these issues. Some definitely way more than others. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm looking up characters just to, to kind of like refresh my memory. Yeah, mm-hmm. who you're referring to is Freya, the uh, the the mm-hmm. pixie. Who yeah, and just like right away, you are like it, it goes from a coffee house simulator. simulator to something way more personable, just with the way your character is interacting with Freya. She makes you feel like a friend. She makes you feel welcome. She makes you feel not isolated and alone. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't make you feel like you're running a coffee shop. It, she makes it feel like it, it. I mean, again, I keep using the word grounded because Kafami was so good at writing grounded stories within these kind of like fantastical settings. Um, mm. She makes it feel like an actual like chill local mom and pop coffee shop. Yeah. Where you get to kind of like, especially late at night, chill out. Like, like, I mean, probably more relevant to us. Well, granted, I don't know about you. You're in fucking close to portland so (laughs) maybe you're you have more of an experience with this but like at least new yorkers like go to a bar late at night you get to chill talk to the bartender a little bit but yeah i'd imagine it's kind of the same thing with Mm -hmm. coffee shops probably way better and way more hostile way less hostile this game does (laughs) take place in uh, seattle yeah Um, exactly and you would think there's more late night coffee shops especially in portland uh hopefully there are in seattle but if you're downtown portland some Less so around the area, which is weird because this area, the Pacific Northwest, loves their coffee. 
And if you tell me, oh, you like Starbucks or Dutch Brothers or Human Being or BlackRock, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Or snobs, we don't care. We will teach you. We love you. There's better coffee out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the game developers, Aqua and Myrtle. Um, I remember that. And yeah, um, giving off like like I remember Aqua being like the sh- the really shy like indie developer, and like mm-hmm. it just like instantly connected me to a lot of the developers I've talked to at PAXs, um, where, yeah, we're all like shy, awkward fucking gamers. And like, mm-hmm. like I am like, I'm very much an introvert and I've kind of trained myself to break out of that kind of shell of mine, especially during events. But like when I go to PAXs and stuff, I still see people like Aqua and it like made me like feel more connected to that side of the industry and like how to like interact with people a little better and how to kind of like, be okay like not like force myself upon like Mm -hmm. just trying to get like answers out of people yeah like yeah i don't know coffee talk is such a fucking good game Mm -hmm. yeah and not to mention like you said like the actual quote-unquote gameplay side of this thing like just brewing coffee is so soothing so relaxing there's not really any fail state like state like you'll you'll get like a lot if you fuck something up you'll get a line of dialogue about it but like there's no fail state and yeah just like brewing coffee behind that killer fucking soundtrack mm-hmm. it's just so soothing it just melts away all anxiety and again like like you i also just played it last year i i did this and um when the past was around back to back when the past was around mm-hmm. also toge but not bomby uh please play that game it's also fantastic um but back to yeah, back it's um, like oh my god yeah cuz bomby left before Coffee Talk released, uh, right. he left Toge uh, Productions right uh, in 2019. Yeah, yeah, and um, joined uh, well, sort quote unquote joined. I know they're kind of just like a remote kind of quote unquote studio, mm-hmm. but um, Pix Pixelage, Pixelasia, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, sorry if I butchered that off the top of my mind. Um, but yeah, that's when he then released What Comes After. Uh, which have you played what comes after i only have experience through it through you when you okay. were telling us about when you played it yeah like this is another again similar to coffee talk something i love about these games also is that they're bite-sized like they don't mm-hmm. overstay their welcome and like the content inside of the game speak for themselves and you don't need too much of it for it to land the point fami hits the point like efficiently mm-hmm. and doesn't overstay the welcome like we don't have to harp on things which is something a lot of media does it's like oh you want a story about accepting like cherishing your own life okay we're gonna just harp on this for hours and hours and hours yeah what comes after for example doesn't do that um the premise of what comes after is uh you are a, a young woman named vivi you are definitely like an anxious person uh you know work is too much like whatever you're you're on the way home from work on the train you fall asleep on the train and uh you kind of get swept into what is essentially limbo represented as a train so the train is transferring people from like kind of limbo ish to what comes after and they never explicitly say heaven hell whatever they just leave it as what comes after um you can right from the get-go complete that like you meet with a ghost conductor and she says Mm -hmm. like hey go to this car just wait there 
and we'll get you home on time. You could go to that car and wait, and that's the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Or you could go the opposite direction, and you could talk to all the pa- you could talk to a lot of the passengers, um, and just kind of like hear their stories and why they're there, what happens, and kind of like reflect on life. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of notable ones. I am probably going to butcher this because it's been a while. Um, but three in particular kind of like stuck with me. Yeah. There, my first interaction with the game uh, in the game was with a tree and i love that they kind of fami this sounds so stupid and so simple but fami takes the care of treating plants like living beings Mm -hmm. they give plants that died voices and kind of in a more semi-humorous sense kind of guilting humans into treating plants so shitty understandably understandably And it just works so well. And it's like, again, it's just like humanizing living things as living things. And mm-hmm. it works so well. I, I, like the, the game does something like really great where, um, again, just like the pacing wise, every like you could interact with every character on the train. Mm-hmm. But some characters just have like one liners. But right. the characters that like have something to say, you're there for like a solid like probably like five to ten minutes just like mm-hmm. reading through dialogue. And it's really well written. So um, you get to kind of like at the end of like the the plant section, um, you get to like this grand like this big tree. It's it's kind of like the Great Deku tree. That's how mm-hmm. I like to think of it. <laughs> um, and he kind of like brings you on a he like makes his branch into a swing, and you're just kind of like having a conversation about life and what plant life is doing for the earth, and like how we always like took that for granted and mm-hmm. like never treated the planet great. And again, it's just like an honest like simple conversation about how we're treating our fucking planet <laughs> and not to go on a tangent, but yeah. science has proven plants know what you're doing to them. Yeah. Something that vegetarians have glossed over. Just saying, moving on, moving on. Uh, the next interaction was with a baby, uh, a ghost baby who didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm. Oh, geez. Yeah, um, this is one that I kind of talked about a little bit in that piece that I wrote where, mm-hmm. again, I'm a little foggy on details because it's been a little while, but um, he was just confused about like what life is. Um, he felt sad, or I should say they, I don't think there was a gender. Um, yeah. They felt sad for their mother um, and just kind of like felt in awe about what life could be. And was just kind of like it was just taken away from them. And that hit me really fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was really rough. Uh, there was another one so- somewhat similar that like so, uh, this game does something it does something so brilliant about death and the concept of death and just giving you so many different perspectives on death, both like it could be sad, it could be happy it could be joyous mm-hmm. it could be grieving it could just be reflective this game tackles everything in this like really tight like hour and a half experience if that yeah um another kind of perspective that's like totally the opposite of that was um i think it was an old like a a man who like didn't feel sad at all about losing his life mm-hmm. he was fucking thrilled that he was about to see his wife again and be reunited yeah. with his family and that even that itself and that was like one of the one-liner ones like even that mm-hmm. itself was so fucking beautiful there were 
there was a, a dog that was like excited to be reunited with his family because I guess the family like it, it like kind of inferred that something happened to the family, but the dog survived. So like mm-hmm. the dog was about to reunite with his his best people. Um, but the other uh, real one, and it's gonna kind of reflect on or kind of like uh, tie into like the big theme of what comes after, which is mm-hmm. tied to Vivi as a character herself. Um, towards the beginning of the game through like internal monologue um vivi states that she has been contemplating taking her own life and yeah. contemplating suicide and just taking her life for granted and not really um just being sick of it all mm-hmm. um and that's kind of the point of like talking to all the characters and like kind of like gaining all these different lenses and different perspectives mm-hmm. um so one of the characters you meet um it, it's one of the quote unquote employees of the train uh kind of running the cafe cart he offers you different like desserts and he's like hey take a take a bite of this like and let me know what you think you take a bite and instantly sparks a memory that vivi has of like i I forgot exactly what it was i think it was something with her grandmother and just she's like just remembering how fucking wonderful that moment in her life was and you do that a couple times and you start to realize like oh like yeah life could be shitty in the moment sometimes but there are so many beautiful singular moments that just mm-hmm. totally outweigh the bad that you don't want to miss out on if you just cut things short. Yeah. Um, and eventually, like towards the end of the game, you uh, I'm also spoiling everything for what comes after. Please play what comes after because <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing it any justice. Uh, towards the end of the game, you uh, sit on the ca- the train. You're waiting for it to arrive, and uh, a cat is with you. The cat story is beautiful in its own terms where like the cat is a mother who died obviously but uh left a bunch of kittens behind and Mm -hmm. the cat asked vivi to like hey like i think this is where i left my kittens please seek them out and like it's a really i'm not gonna spoil that but Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's just like a brutally honest conversation about life and what it what it means to take your own life and like it's not censored at all like it's a really grounded conversation about like i mean it's kind of similar to conversations i've had with people and um on on both sides if i'm being honest um and just really considering what the con the true consequences are in terms of like how it affects the ones around you because mm-hmm. as a species we can be very selfish and that's not talking shit about ourselves it's just who we are. We, we, you know, we are a selfish animal. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Um, so it's really like a conversation about like kind of looking outwards and like thinking about the quote unquote domino effect that one that life can have outside of you if you are gone. And I think the cat used the kittens as an example. And like, it was like a very, like a very simple kind of thing. It was like, listen, if you were in here, my three kittens would be stranded and will eventually die as well. And that's purely because of the decision you make, the decision you make affects three other lives. And then that kind of like goes outward towards like her mother who was having health issues. She was like, okay, so if you go away, your mother suffers not only emotionally, but physically like her health Mm -hmm. cannot take it without you. Same goes for your sister. You were going to put so much of a burden on your sister, not because of an emotional burden because you're gone and you took your own life for like, 
obviously it's heartbreaking, but you are going to place this physical and mental burden on your sister for the remainder of her days. And just like, again, just a really grounded, simple, brutally honest conversation about what that means. And the entire game is like that. The entire game is about just thinking about the consequences, trying to understand how to cherish your life and act as a tool to kind of reflect on your best moments and not harp on the dark days and how to kind of just move past that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just, and the other side of it on outwards, like not like unselfishly how to accept death in a different way. Um, which honestly helped me quite a fucking bit with like, cause I still have a hard time dealing with my father's death yeah. and it's been over seven years now, but like every, you know, every father's day, every birthday, every holiday, I go into a really fucking dark place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, playing this over the holidays really fucking helped with that. Um, and it really, again, I know I said I wanted to celebrate this man, but it really fucking breaks my heart that we're never going to get another game like this again. Yeah. Never. Yes, people will come close. Yes, there are tons of games that have that trigger emotional responses and are very thoughtful. Nothing against them. Of course, I fucking adore all these games. But nothing, nothing out there is like this. Mm-hmm. And that is what comes after. End scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's more or less kind of how I felt when Coffee Talk 2 was announced. And I did that digging of like, oh, okay, he's he's not actually with the company anymore. So he's probably not going to be involved in this. There is something you said of the original artist versus the interpretation and the person who works on it after. And sometimes, sometimes the the people after do have a different way to look at it, which is, which is also a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, that brings us to like the two games that are incoming, which like granted, like we could touch on coffee talk too, which we don't know. know Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think I was digging into it also. I don't think he was involved at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd imagine he was like at least like giving some kind of feedback. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but the the big one is After Love EP, which was yeah. kind of like the third of this trilogy between Coffee Talk, What Comes After, and now this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull up the synopsis for After Love EP. Uh, After Love EP doesn't have a date or anything yet. Um, I think it was spring. Um, let me see. Just finding the press. Oh, here's the Steam. Was he? Was he lone developer or was he director of that? Uh, I believe he was director and writer. Um, it's the developer is uh the studio I was trying to name earlier. Mm-hmm. Pic Pixel Nija. Pixel Nija. Okay. Um, from the creator of Talk, Coffee Talk comes a slice of life adventure about love, loss, and music. Explore modern Jakarta. Sorry, I just butchered that. Jakarta as Rami in his journey to love. Oh, sorry. In his journey to learn about himself, create music and find love and come to terms with the loss of his girlfriend, Sinta, whose voice still lives in his head. So conceptually, Ooh. yes, this is a Fami ass fucking game. Yeah. Um, Which is like something like another side of loss. That's like, how do you deal with the loss of a loved one? You are 
still here, but how do you deal with learning to somebody's voice still ringing in your fucking head day in and day out? Which again, just like bringing my father back into this shit. Love you, asshole. Um, <laughs> this is a game I very much need on top of what comes after. I feel like this is going to be another, of course, heartbreaking fucking story, but mm-hmm. another monumentally important therapeutic experience my fear is that it's still far enough away where the vision changes yeah and we don't get bombies like final kind of i know this is a heavy word to turn around but i would consider what comes after and coffee talk this word another fami masterpiece mm-hmm. um my hope is that like kind of like the groundwork is there and like kind of like the story is there the dialogue is there yeah. um we'll, we'll see but um, yeah, I'm so curious to see what happens here. I'm curious to see. If, so the fellow travelers, the publisher. I'm curious to see if fellow traveler addresses it at all. Um, can I also say it also like kind of like I, I outside of like Kotaku and stuff. I I hate that the news of his death kind of got buried because of Oscars, and because of like it kind of started breaking during the slap. So all my timeline was was fucking slap me. Mm-hmm. and i fucking hate that such a powerful fucking figure just got overshadowed and like kudos to kotaku and a couple other outlets really covering it but like fuck that sucked like i did not want to i was getting so over just seeing memes because i was just i i yeah i don't know uh do you have any thoughts on Afterlove? hopefully i'm not a game developer but <clears throat> Hopefully, <laughs> still ain't on that t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, a like uh, movie production. Uh, the pre-production was already done. Uh, yeah. The groundwork was laid. Um, stuff always changes during production. That's true with anything. That's true with even writing uh, books. But hopefully, enough is there, and the people he was working with, his other family. Uh, knows enough to where to take it um hopefully they're still given freedom and are allowed to work on that and finish that so we at least have this final piece of him that we can enjoy and celebrate um yeah i don't i don't know how far along it was because it was announced in december right um yeah, it was during, I think it was during the last Nintendo or Indie Direct mm-hmm. of last year. So yeah, December. Yeah, and obviously like fucking delay the game, you know, if you need to take, like I, I really Absolutely. hope they're like, I hope Pixel, Pixelnasia is taking time. Like I don't, mm-hmm. like I'm sure whoever is a part of that team, like I'm sure they are fucking broken up about this. So hopefully they're taking a break and like really resting for a bit and like kind of stepping away for a couple. Yeah. And Hey, like if they decide like they don't want to continue without Fami, I fucking respect that. Absolutely. Obviously as a fan, it would be heartbreaking, but like, yeah, like I wouldn't blame them. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, similar to Foo Fighters. I mean, we were talking about this in the Discord a little bit, like with <sighs> Taylor Hawkins, which mm-hmm. another fucking gut punch because far as music goes taylor and foo fighters very influential to my like upbringing in Mm -hmm. in music and shit um i wouldn't be surprised if a statement comes out from the band and they say like listen there's no foo fighters without taylor hawkins and i could see the same being Mm -hmm. here with after love's like yeah after love ep is not a thing is not an experience without its creator so we don't feel comfortable kind of like seeing the vision through like yeah. What I do hope if this game if the game ends up coming out, which I I do think it's going to come out eventually, mm-hmm. um, I do think it probably will get delayed, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I do hope all proceeds or a chunk of the proceeds go towards Fami's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I would hope they're at least able to recoup expensive working on the game so that the studio can still exist. But sure, yeah, that too. That's it. Yeah, like I I don't know. Um, I don't know how, who is involved in the studio. I know yeah. it's a, it's a fully remote team throughout Indonesia. Mm. Um, but I don't know the kind of the key players behind there, but hopefully, yeah, like they could kind of like, like you said, recoup and like keep going on. Cause obviously like they are a talented fucking studio. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, I think, you know, it seems like we're winding down here. Any final thoughts? Just rest in peace. Yeah. Love it, you, dude. Um it's absolutely heartbreaking. It is. It fucking sucks. Uh something I kept saying is um or I said a couple times whenever we're talking about this. Um the industry, both on the indie side and just as a whole, won't be the same without FAMI mm-hmm. at all. And it really fucking sucks. 32 is a fucking crime. Somebody who just turned 33. Yeah. Yeah. Had a even other meeting for me. Uh, There's no good way to end this. No. But, um, (laughs) hey, listeners, fam, love you. Um, Hug your loved ones. Hug your loved ones. Um, Hey, if you ever need to talk about anything, um, if you, if you don't have anybody hop on the discord and mm-hmm. we could chat, like we genuinely have a family in this community and it's a really loving one. So if you don't have anybody and you really need somebody hop on discord, absolutely come chat, hit us up there. Like, I mean, you can even slide into our DMS. I don't give a shit. Like yep. we're all humans. We're all open books. We're people. We're not celebrities. <laughs> no. fucking problem. there's another t-shirt more <laughs> <laughs> people not celebrities oh my god all right goodbye i love you love you <laughs>